Hello and welcome to the Points of Brew podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Points of Brew podcast with me, Stephen. And this week I'm joined by a fellow Yorkshireman and brewer extraordinaire from Quirky Ales. It's Aaron Getcliffe. How are you doing, Aaron? You okay? Yeah, good, mate. I've, uh, I've never been introduced as an extraordinaire to anything before, so uh, thanks for that. Uh, but yes, I am a very, uh, yeah, very uh, proud fellow Yorkshireman, yes. Good. Well, to me, you're an extraordinaire, mate. Anybody who can brew beer and make beer is is a wizard in my eyes, mate. So it's uh, oh, it's all, all 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 technical science and wizardry to me, mate. So uh, so yeah, I'll, uh, it's a it's a well deserved accolade in my eyes, mate. So uh, so yes, yeah, so, mate. How are you? How are you doing? How are you? How are you finding it in fellow Yorkshire that's now in technically tier tier two lockdown, as it were? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's not um, it's not ideal, is it? But it's um... Yeah, we've just got to get on with it, really. Uh, I think that's the kind of the uh, the thought of uh, a lot of people now. It's just you know we need to do as it's told, and we need to uh, you know get 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 out of this as quickly as we can. And the best way we can do that is just follow the advice we've been given, and um, we can then we can get back to normal as uh, as quickly as we can, really. Yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? It's just there's just there's so much sort of there's so many people in limbo at the moment, isn't there? You know, and and obviously yeah, yeah. your your now technically in the same lockdown area as we were before because obviously you are in a Leeds or pay your council tax to Leeds so for me paying it to Wakefield it was different but now yeah. we're under the sort of Leeds and Wakefield areas now in tier two so we're under the same restrictions now yeah. which means it don't make any sense either does it I mean you're only what five minutes down the road from me probably so it's like mm. you know completely different rules but now it's more in that you've as you said doing it in regions and things like that it's a little bit more understandable for people so hopefully mm. they all get the message and uh, behave themselves yeah. Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. It just makes it a bit of a nightmare for everybody involved, and obviously for you, as uh, as working for Quirky as you are with your your tap room and your open days, that sort of That's thing, it, it makes makes it a lot makes it a lot more difficult now because the only way that people can really come and, and gather any sort of mass uh, or up to six, obviously, is by by sitting outdoors, isn't it? Which obviously, yeah. just take this week as an example. I mean, you're ending today's and it's bounced it down. It's you just you just don't know what it's going to do. Well, do you? This is it. I mean, it's absolutely throwing it down at the minute. But you know, it's one of them, it's one of them things. It's if it was in summer, it might not have been too bad. Um, mm. But you know, the way the way that the way that it is, it's uh, it's not summer and uh, it's not great weather. So we'll just have to ride the storm. Well, this is all we can do, mate, innit? it? And it's because me and James, obviously, as you know, who runs the shop, we were talking it yeah, effectively. Yeah. Without shutting places down, it has shut places down because people can't just meet up for a drink That's anymore, it. can they? And it's, well, it's taken you can all only the meet up as a going to the pub, which is, you know, the reason why we go to the pub or we go to a bar or you know we go out and socialise is because, you know, we're social animals and we 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 like to have fun together and speak together, and it's taken that away from it. So going to the pub now mm. is more of a chore than anything. Um, yeah, and, well, that's it, isn't it? So yeah. And you and you lock down to to just people in your household, which obviously is is not a bad thing, but obviously it's it's not. <laughs> it you live with well, you're generally speaking, I assume your other half and, and mine, Anna, for example, isn't you know they aren't probably necessarily into the same sort of drinks and beer as we are. So obviously the reason we go and socialise over these sort of drinks is because we're, we we share them with 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 like minded folk and yeah, that's exactly and talk it. over a few beers. And it's it's just the whole spontaneity of the thing has, has gone and it did from, you know, before for even the table booking system, it kind of yeah. 
back to bed, didn't it? But yeah, it's it's now it's just a, a you know me and Anna effectively, or other people out there that are a couple of a table of two, yeah, or yeah. potentially four or five. If you're a couple that have got two or three kids or something, so it's you're just bowing it down to couples and families, aren't you? Really? It. So it's it's weird. It's it's very weird, mate. But like you say, the only thing we can do is just get on with it and 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 stick with it and stick to the rules and yeah, uh, that's and it. Keep Isn't, you know, we, you know, obviously it's not ideal, and we can. We could get upset about it and and uh, and try and kick off and everything, but at the end of the day, it's not going to really change anything. So knuckle down, and uh, when it's over, we can have a uh, a big party. Yeah, well, this is it. Whenever, <laughs> whenever that might be, mate. It's just, it's just there's no end in sight at the moment, is there? No, that's no, the, that's no, the there problem. isn't. So, so obviously, you know, the whole lockdown thing has affected the way everybody worked, really. So, in just this isn't something that I had really lined up as a question, but. As, does does this really affect how you work any further, or are you just kind um, of business as usual, just and just being sensible, distancing yourself between between one another? Yeah, I mean, it's, it is, you know, obviously it's it's not the same. It's it's, it's difficult. Um, you, you know, you, you, you've you've seen the brew room um, down at Quirky. It's not exactly the uh, it, well, it's not blessed with space. Let's say so. It's quite right. difficult to stay away from each other, really. But um, you know, we're doing as best to to make sure that we keep each other safe and. Um, you know, any of the customers that come in and things like that, um, you know, we're mm. taking the rules very seriously and we need to make sure that, you know, the, 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 the most important thing is, you, you, in my mind, is you've got to try and think of where you want to be in 18 months, not 18 minutes. You know, you, you've yeah. got to, yeah, okay, you know, you might, it's not the same and, you know, customers and, and, and things like that aren't going to be as happy and, of course, but, you know, in the long run, they uh they will be sort of thing yeah yeah and i think i think the key thing is that uh, you need to remember is that uh, across every sort of industry and business and everything is that the the need to realize they're angry at the situation not that you know the business or the person telling them what they need yeah, to exactly, do that's it, yeah. because obviously it's we're, we're just playing by the rules obviously and it's, it's it's hard to enforce things as much really obviously for you guys it is a hard and set if you're not then no but for us, obviously, as, as a shop, it's you need to you know you should wear a face mask, but we can't enforce it. But obviously, we do ask, and yeah. obviously, you know the people. You know, thankfully, we haven't had anybody that's well not wearing ones, and why should I? Blah blah blah. But it's obviously it's we're just doing what we're told and told to advise. Yeah. It's not and us that it. are making that's, you do that's it. All you it's, can do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy, and and you know, for the most part, I think people are pulling together and trying to do what they can oh, to yeah, limit and be sensible. But obviously, the way the way that things are. Are going and the cases are rising it's it, you, you can see why action needs to be taken can't yeah, you course, so yeah, uh, definitely, definitely so yeah it's, it's just it's just a shame that it affects our sort of bubble as as much as it does do you know what i mean because it's it's the it's the hospitality sector it's getting yeah. the, the biggest kick in it isn't it is, so yeah. it's, um so yeah yeah a lot of it's been i don't know i don't know if the, the right word's blamed but um yeah there seems to be quite a, a sort of an onus on on hospitality with it um, and I guess it's where, mm. people, as you say, it's where people meet up, isn't it? It's where people crowd. So, you know, that's that's where they've got to that's where they've got to hit it. Yeah, it is. But it's it's obviously it's, you don't want to differentiate sort of our sphere to sort of general drinking. But obviously, I think, and, and obviously for you guys, you you know, you're a great example. But the the sort of the pubs and tap rooms and bars that I've been to, generally speaking, have all taken it very yeah, seriously, course, and yeah, probably are some of the the safer spaces that are actually out there, as opposed to some of the other bits and you know yeah of course yeah the other pubs that are out there and yeah yeah it's 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 bonkers but yeah it's just it's one of them mate it's just hopefully like you say in sort of 
12 to 18 months it sounds a long way away but once we're out of it hopefully we can 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 look look back on this time and just be grateful that we're out of it at the at the back That's end it. mate so fingers crossed fingers crossed so um i believe i uh, i heard you crack a can as we were uh, yeah. <laughs> as we were just getting ready so are we, are, have you have you tucked in already what what are you drinking whilst we're whilst we're uh, chatting i'm, I'm, I'm tucking into the uh, the last one that i got from you um um the other week uh so this is the uh the ecstasy of gold which is the uh turning points 10 percent uh stout so i've gone big today uh, is that is that your is that your first beer of the evening or is that your only beer, of the, evening, only or? beer of the evening i think uh yeah <laughs> I, i'm uh i'm up early tomorrow so i've uh i think i've got yeah. uh, i think i might take it easy just well i'll say 10 yeah. percent. but if i only have if i only have this one it's uh it's fine so yeah, I'm gonna say you've started big there. It's the only you? one so I, had. Uh... I, I purposely left it to uh, to watch it yesterday when England played, but then I realised that was a shower of awfulness. Uh, yeah. I didn't really feel uh, <laughs> like uh, like inspired. So yeah, I turned that off about twenty minutes in. So <laughs> yeah, although to be fair, it might have made it a bit easier watching. You know, if it subdued you a little <laughs> well, bit, yeah, given exactly, how strong yeah. it is. But <laughs> I did, uh, I did, I did manage to make it to the end somehow. But I was, uh, oh, I was putting the. <laughs> Well, I'll put in this together document for this this show together most of the time. But I was talking to her and I was just like, as soon as Maguire got sent off, I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, it's just like, done. <laughs> it's like I'm a, I'm a and it's just like, oh, oh God. this is this is the this is this is the uh, supposed to be the cream of our defensive crop, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Is he's he's having an absolute mare at the yeah, moment. He's in, he's in so, a tough place. He's, uh, he's old Harry, so. <laughs> And I think I think he's massively overrated, but I mean he's not as bad as what he currently is making himself out to be at the minute. But he's no, just no, I mean, yeah, you know, recently he a, has been a good World Cup, didn't he? And he, the hype mm. sort of followed him. Um, but yeah, he's a decent player. And, you know, I, I don't like seeing players even you know even at Man United struggling. You know, <laughs> mm. I do a little bit more than <laughs> other teams, but. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. Be, uh... it's, especially when the at national level when oh, it, yeah, when, when you're trying right, to follow yeah. England, it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting weekend, I think. But I think I'm I'm, I'm actually dreading the 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 day, which I think it's like December twelfth or something when Leeds play Man yeah, U or yeah. something. It's it's in some point in December. I'm at, I'm I'm I think I'm going to hide myself away. <laughs> I don't think I can bring myself yeah, to I'm watch it. I, I just <laughs> no, honestly, mate, you you'll turn us. Like, if you, if you play like you did against Liverpool, honestly, you'll you'll turn us off for it. It'll be a route, honestly. It's I really just, hope so. Yeah, <laughs> madness, absolute madness. But yeah, it's um, I have I, I back back to the base. I haven't cracked one yet, but I think once we when we break for a short short pause, and I'll uh, I'll go grab one because Anna was just leaving as I uh, came to record. Oh, so I was in the middle of saying bye to her and setting this up. But uh, but given I don't drink stout, so I don't think I'll be going for something quite as uh, no as I'm heavy not, hitting. I'm not but uh, a stout man, but it's it's cold today and rainy outside, so I've mm. got a nice thick jumper on and uh, enjoying a nice ten percent stout to warm me up. Cheaper than heating, keeping you warm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, a typical Yorkshireman, just put a jumper on, drink a stout, You'll keep warm. Fine. That's it. Job done. Job done. I'll be interested to see what your thoughts are because I'm, I'm, as many people will know from from listening and speaking speaking to me, is that I'm not a huge stout person. So I'm trying to get into them by going into these sort of chocolate and yeah, vanilla yeah. and milky stouts. Which obviously this is vanilla. And, that's a vanilla and cacao yes. stout. But obviously, I think I think going for some ten percent. Might be a little bit uh, optimistic, one, so you know, yeah, yeah, just 
I've, I've probably I probably won't remember all about it by the time I finished it anyway. If no, I, exactly. If I start on that, so. goes, I might not remember what I'm mm. saying towards the end of mm. it either, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you got a bit tipsy last time. Well, when I record, came in to record on uh, on beer and beer show, you were a few oh, beers yeah, down yeah. by the time we got round to recording. Anyway, won't you? It makes it so, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's you get gets gets more entertaining and it's more entertaining. <laughs> so, but saying that, actually, coming coming back to that point though, I did the uh, the strength of the stout. Uh, point I bought the last can when we had it in the shop the um the vocational Munson collaboration okay, yeah um, which was that um imperial frappe one because I, a lot of people said it there's little coffee in it it's more like sweet syrupy so that you might actually get on with that but I, I don't drink that by myself because I know it's only a 330 yeah. mil but if if I don't like it I feel like it would be waste. a shame to waste it and tip it and, and drain pour it That's so it. But obviously now now I can't really share it with anybody. It's going to have to sit there for a while. And just, I'm not. It's not worth sitting outside for and sharing it with somebody. No, I don't think no, so. Not, no. So yeah, no. It'll have to. It'll have to sit there and uh, sit there and dwell a little bit. I think so. Uh, but yeah, but we'll uh, we'll we'll get your thoughts on that when we before we before we come to the end yeah, of the show definitely. to see what uh, see what see what it's all about. So, um, on that note, again, something that I didn't necessarily have uh, as a question. It's nothing to do with quirky, but you're sort of. Did, were you into beer before you got into working in craft beer, or did that come sort of hand in hand? Uh, or? No, I've always been um, interested in beer. I've got a, a strong interest. Um, to be honest, the week I, I got into beer, um, and I don't know if it's sort of, I think it might be kind of opposite to a lot of people in a way. Um, I used to drink a lot of cask, um, even as a, a sort of an 18 year old, so you, you know, first going out into pubs and things like that. Mm. I think there's quite a lot of. Uh, of nice pubs around the area we are and um, um, so my mm-hmm. first uh, proper pint being out was uh, a pint of Timmy Taylor's in uh, in the Goose um, which is a pub in Garthford and yeah. there are two reasons, I, I, th- I found it easier to drink than, than lager because that was really the only other option back then uh, especially in the local mm-hmm. area and um, it was cheaper uh, I didn't have a lot of money at the time yeah. um, and uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was, you know, you, you know, I only like a little weekend job and things like that. So whatever money I did have, uh, I tried to, you know, suppose it all went on beer. But I, I re- quickly realised that I could get more beer uh, if I drunk cask. <laughs> so mm. that's how I got into it. And then I kind <laughs> of, I, I, I sort of, when I, you know, you get, there was more variation in cask, even from, even back then, you know, I, you could get different styles and, and things like that. And me and um, a couple of friends, we actually then started to get into beer a little bit more. And it was really strange. You know, everyone was sort of, you know, at that time, it was in uh, uh, sixth form and everyone was getting excited to go into town and uh, the big clubs and everything. Um, and we were like these sort of like three little weirdos that just like to go to pubs and drink Cascale. And it, it was really... <laughs> Sitting corner yeah, of a pub like, somewhere. Really, really strange. And I, I've always kind of been like that. I've never really, I mean, I've never really enjoyed the big sort of dancey club type places. Um, I'd rather just sit with a decent mm. beer. So, yeah, I've always been uh, interested in beer. And then when once I got into brewing um, and working with beer, my my, uh, my taste developed. And, and now, you, you, if you wanted to sort of pin it, I'm kind of probably a uh, a bit of a, a, I don't like using the word, but like a hipster drinker. You know, I, I try and seek out the... Uh, the, the stronger, hoppier, hoppier beers now. Uh, definitely sort of in the craft market mm-hmm. now. But I still uh, enjoy yeah. a decent, traditional uh, class, uh, cascale. Yeah, yeah. 
No, and that, and I think obviously we spoke obviously when I uh, came and did the beer and best yeah. show again, and then just general. What I say all the time is that even when I didn't drink before I started getting into beer, is is that reason is that I didn't want to go into, you know, a dank, sweaty nightclub yeah. and you know not not be able to socialise because for me it just defeated the object of yeah, well, going out I mean, because it, it, you, I, know, I, you know I'm still friends with the the same guys and you know I've only really stayed in touch with about four people from uh, that time and they are them people and mm. we've, we've always been the same really. Um, we just like to, I mean, because we didn't get to, you don't get to see a lot of each other really. We've all like moved into different areas of the country and things. So when we do, it's like, mm. you know, we want to want to speak to each other kind of thing. You know, I don't, it's entirely too loud yeah. and crowded in uh, in places where, <laughs> with, uh, you know, in clubs and things like that. So, yeah, we've always just kind of been old mm. men really um, in, 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 in young people's bodies. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to say stereotypical old Yorkshire person. Turn yeah, that music yeah. down; it's exactly. too loud. Yeah, and yeah. I just don't want to. I'm not paying more than two pound fifty yeah, for a pint. Exactly. That's, a that's my limit. So, but no, it's there's some things. Some things are just ingrained in, yeah, in Yorkshire folk, aren't they? I think sometimes. So drink it's really a lot um, and things like that. So I mm. think you know, don't know it well. I suppose I can't really incriminate him anymore, but. He, uh, he used to uh, sneak a you know a quick <laughs> a quick swig when I was younger and stuff. So you know that's uh, yeah, there's that little bit of it as well. You know, I suppose there is kind of like a little hold to that as well. You know, growing up on it and things yeah. like that. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. You kind of you, you kind of get used to obviously like, grow up with what you know, and it's it's that thing. You know, I always remember. I'm not a huge sort of traditional or cask fan myself, but. My, my granddad's the same, you know, he used to drink real ale and traditional beer. And if you, you know, when I got into this and me and my, my dad and brother started getting into this, you show him a, a can or a, a beer of the stuff that we drink and what you drink now is that he'd got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he'd turn his nose like at that. It's like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, no, 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 definitely not. I, I just remember just having conversations we used to have with him and just that, oh, if, if a beer's not yeah, clear, then a brewer, brewer's it, yeah, not doing his job beer, right. Man. And, you know, it, you know, it needs to be. Yeah, it needs to be you know flat and warm, and <laughs> yeah, it needs to have yeah. a good head on it, and to pull from a That's from it. a sparkler, you know, a, a cask with you yeah, tap I mean, it with a sparkler, and still, you know, there is you know definitely you know mm, definitely you know, it's, a, it's a serving style that really a lot of um, people who come to England um, are obsessed with the fact that we have cask beer because it's, it's you know it's not found anywhere mm-hmm. else. You know, it's, it is in, entirely English. And it, you know, it's very uh, very British of us to drink like that, and it's so fascinating for them um mm. and you know and you know i know that you know that you know the old slogan you know right beer is bright beer and like that and you know yeah it's you know sometimes it's a little bit frustrating when something's got a slight hop haze and you have to try and explain that you know it's, it's the hop haze it's not off and things like that but once you uh, yeah, yeah it's not mucky <laughs> once you get through that and yeah you know people then understand then yeah it's fine yeah, it's, it is one of the things that I've always, it's always fascinated me about this whole scene is that, like you say, people from America in particular, they when they come over to, to this country for festivals and stuff, Pop City in particular last year, the American brewers were like, I'm off to, I'm off yeah. to Turks Head or White Locks, I'm having a pint of Timmy Taylor's, or just give me all Timmy Taylor's. It's like, you, you literally <laughs> brew that stuff over there that's, we're, you know, fascinated with you and blown away by over here. 
and you're coming over for a pint of Timmy Taylors and you just it's love ridiculous. that. It's just it's weird. It's but like you say that they just they just no, don't get that over there. You just they just cannot get that. Of, of beer, it? You know, you, you see that all around the world, doesn't it? You know, people mm. flock to Belgium and beer and uh, and you know the Czech Republic for their pilsners and things like that. So you know, I think it is that's what's so great about it. You know, the different water profiles all over the world. You know, lends themselves to different styles and and that's why we're lucky in a way that we have, we do have so much to try and uh, you know half of the half of my tourism mm. you know when I go into you know well we used to uh, <laughs> not right at the minute but you know we used to go to mm-hmm. you know city breaks in Europe was to find you know the beer of that region and, and try that and things like that and I got more excited for that than I did for the rest of the holiday um, so but yeah, yeah I can imagine <laughs> the Americans going mad for it yeah yeah, it's it's weird, and 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 it's one that it's one thing that I do want to do is obviously when we can go out and travel and do nice things again. Is I do want to go to sort of Germany, Belgium, yeah. Czech Republic, you know, a few different countries scattered around Europe, just for a few sort of days, to, just to see the to see That's the it. cities and the countries. But like you say, to to try the beer styles, and I know that I'd be able to tempt Anna to oh, at least I mean, go to Belgium you... for some sort of creeks and cherry beers and stuff, you know, because I. We yeah. just love fruit beer, so that would be an easy sell, a hundred percent an easy sell. It's a beautiful city, and it, the, the beer there's top class. So mm. definitely get us a definitely. De- de- you can definitely persuade proof, and if not, it's highly mm. recommended. Recommended by me. Yeah, so. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. just go by myself. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll, 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 I'll take myself. I went went flights are cheap again. It's like twenty quid each way. I was yeah, like, yeah, cool, see, I'm off at weekends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I have to quarantine yeah, myself for fourteen days afterwards. It'll be. <laughs> be, a, be a right laugh it'll be brilliant it'll be brilliant so yeah yeah right so we'll uh, we'll take a short pause there then mate i'll uh, i'll nip and i'll nip and get myself a beer and then we'll uh, we'll come back and we've got a few questions lined up for you more sort of centralized on your experience with with quirky ales so we'll uh, we'll come back we'll have a chat about them and we'll uh, awesome, we'll enjoy his yeah, beers at the good. same time Right, so welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the part of the show where we take a bit of a, a more in-depth look at your sort of experience um, and how you got into into beer and what you like and dislike about it, Aaron. Really, so yeah. uh, so 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 first things first. Really, is where did you where did you get or when did you get involved with with beer and how did that come across and how did you uh, how did you end up at Quirky? Um, I've, so as I said before, I've always had an interest in beer and always wanted to work. In it, in, in in some sort of sense, um, you know, there was nothing really at school that interested me. So it wasn't until I found beer that I was really interested in it that I wanted to do something. Um, mm. So I mean, luckily, um, my my friend, his dad, um, opened a brewery, uh, Quirky Ales, uh, and uh, at the time I was working at Starbucks on. Well, in a in a twenty four hour store, so night shifts included, and uh, yeah, I, just, I got I always I want I wanted to do something that was a a career really, you know, uh, something to mm. it's something to work towards. I think when you you know when you're in your sort of early twenties, it's, it's difficult to figure out what you want to do and what you want and and things like that. So I um I stuck it out and carried on working it. Uh, at Quirky's, uh, sorry, at uh, Starbucks for quite some time. Uh, and then yep. um, a couple of years after, 
or about 18 months after Mike opened the uh, the brewery, he uh, he needed someone to help him, really. Um, he needed someone to become the brewer and, and give him a hand. Uh, so my friend messaged me on the uh, Wednesday morning of what was my third night shift in a row uh, <laughs> and said, <laughs> you know, the opportunity's come up. Do you want to go meet my dad and, and discuss, you know, going into some sort of apprenticeship or, or something for brewing. And at the time, you know, I was on, I was on okay money at, at Starbucks, you know, being a, like a, you know, the night manager and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I had all this, I would just moved into a flat in town because it was easier to get to work for us both. And, you know, it was a just, it was something that I needed to sort of discuss with, with Hannah, my partner and, and, and get together and, and, and see what she thought. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the. I really remember it really vividly. It's really, uh, <laughs> really weird. I because I went to the. I went on Thursday night. I went to go do another night shift, and by that point, I think I'd really clocked out. Um, in the sense of that, I just wasn't in it any in it anymore. Really, you know, I'd, I could yeah. do the job sort of with my eyes closed and just, you know, do what needed to be done. You're going through motions, really. <laughs> I mean, on a night shift, you can imagine demand for coffee is not that high, so it was very quiet. Mm. And around <laughs> it was all, you know, so and around that time, I got into um, American football quite quite heavily, and um, I was watching a I was watching a game, and if I, again, I, I think it's going to sound really sad and very Hollywood, but I uh, I remember watching a game uh, between the Seahawks and the Cardinals, and there was a there uh, the Seahawks quarterback uh, Russell Wilson. He uh, he was this sort of you know he was in this different sort of breed if you like he, he took lots of risks mm. he you know he ran out of the pocket he he tried different ways to get his team forward and it was the commentators were going on about him being so such a risk taker and he's trying to break in the mold and and things like this and you know I mean there's one of, you know he, he rushed for about 19 yards and then he fumbled it and you know lost possession and and things like this but it was a risk that he was taking that. It sort of, yeah, it, it, it inspired me a little bit to sort of make that leap in a way. You know, I sort of thought to myself, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take a risk here. I'm going to do it. And I, and I went for it, um, mm. met him up and then said, yeah, you know, you know, what, what do you want from it? You know, is it, you know, kind of, you know, ironed it all out and things like that. And uh, yeah, that, so that were, what, nearly, nearly three years ago now. Um, mm. Started off just basic you know he he said to me at the start listen you you're not gonna be a brewer for a while you're basically just a cleaner um we're just cleaning down equipment you know making sure that everything Mm. was ready to go and things like that and then slowly but surely you know you know he took me through the training and it was it it was really strange you know i'd never been in in work where i i took work home you know it was always just i finished my shift and i just went home and that were it you know you know, within the the first couple of weeks of being there, I got my laptop out for the first time in about a year, probably, to try and do work. Because before mm. that, I, I never needed it. You know, you know, as I say, you just do everything on my phone and and stuff like that. But I actually needed to, you know, start start actually, you know, revising and 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 you know, really researching the uh, the trade, if you like. And it, yeah, it, it just went from there, really. You know, it was kind of a little bit, I suppose, a bit, bit by accident, really, how I, how I sort of yeah, yeah. fell into it. I always thought that I might enjoy it, um, but I never knew that I'd sort of fall in love with it as, as much as I have. And, uh, yeah, it's really strange. I've just sort of 
in a way falling into falling into this and uh yeah in a way it's just worked yeah, out yeah. it's just it's just been it's just been so it's just been so, one of the best decisions i made really to uh mm. to just go for it and, and see what happens so yeah it's been great yeah. It's 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 tricky. It's the same for any sort of career change, really. But in essence, for for brewing more so, because obviously the the scale that that you guys run and many other sort of micro breweries or nano breweries brew on, obviously there's not a massive amount of money in doing that. So obviously no. it is a is a risk to go from a a secure job to go into something that is lesser paid. That yeah, this is well, it. actually I might, I might make this jump and. And I might enjoy it, but then I might not enjoy it as much as I think, or you, yeah, you, know, you or could completely. You know, the business could have gone it. under within a year yeah. or something like that. You know, you know, the yeah, first exactly. the first two years of uh, of any business are, are pretty uh, are pretty scary. You know, it's mm. uh, it's not it's not easy. Uh, wait, it's, well, no. you know, it don't get any easier, but it get you get a little bit more confident that you you know you've got that customer base and things. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, you know, as I say it was a, a bit of a risk, but. Yeah, as soon as I as soon as I decided on that Thursday, the next day, met him, then went straight to work and handed him the notice and said, "Yeah, this is it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, that's it. I've, I've done my, I, I've done my, uh, my fair share. You know, I was there for well, since, since you know, when, since I left, left school, really, if you like, I was there and, uh, yeah, it, it's a fair Yeah, you just get comfortable there, you know, and you. It's just yeah, you sort of feel as if like oh, this is easy and it's decent money. I'll just I'll just stick with this, but it's mm. yeah, it, just, it, it you know it wasn't it wasn't worth it really at all. I want I want no. I'm the happiest really there. So no, no, I completely get what you mean, and and it's a thing that I, I maintain from this whole sort of COVID situation is I still maintain the best thing that happened to me was that I lost my job. Yeah, previously. Is that I I I was I was already looking to to get out of the sort of the corporate world before COVID hit, and that the whole COVID situation completely screwed that over because obviously everyone stopped hiring and yeah. thank God, thank God I didn't move in essence you know because it, it would have been a case of well, I'd move to a new job and probably got made redundant from it almost immediately yeah. really, um, but then I found my feet working working down at Yorkshire Craft Beers and it's been been it was a blessing in disguise really losing that job because I was I, I'd been in the corporate world for about six years before that yeah. so since i'd finished uni and i finished uni then i was like six years in corporate world and i was like do you know what i'm i'm sick of it yeah, yeah i can I'm, imagine I'm it's draining man off, oh, well it's just office politics yeah. and this and other and just it was just it was just getting to me and wearing me down and i was just sick of it and obviously i'd got an interest in beer like like yourself but then i'd, I'd toyed with the idea i was looking for sort of brewery jobs and you know just even brewing assistants or warehouse yeah, assistants yeah. or something where just start from the bottom and work my way up. But then a previous job I was on, you know, 24, 25K, then you're going down to a warehouse and it's like 16, 17. And it's like, it's, it's a big, you know, it's a big it's a lot, drop. Yeah, to, it's, man, it's a lot to uh, give up in a way, isn't it? But I, when, you, when you kind of built your, your life around that, that income, you know, you've got a house, a car, this sort of thing. It's, yeah. it, it was tough, but thankfully I've, I've found my feet with, with Yorkshire craft beers and, I've been, I've been there for two or three months now, and, and thankfully, you know, we're we're all right in this yeah, this whole yeah, situation. Yeah, These new restrictions, because we're not a pub or a bar or anything, so we can, you know, still that's it, still open and, and function. So it's it, it's it's weird how the world works, yeah, isn't it, it mate? And like you said, just 
how, how the sort of the, the planets align almost for you and you know you weren't happy in your job and then this opportunity came up and you're three years down the line and it's it, it's worked out well for you mate and it's it's I think those those opportunities kind of come when you're least expecting it you know you can look for jobs for hours and hours and hours and out of nowhere something something just crops up yeah but most of the time it's like that I think so yeah you just gotta yeah. set the chances when they come really and uh, that's what I just thought to myself I'm gonna do this and uh, yeah I've not looked back at all so great it's, yeah, it's, and I think that's the, the the great thing about the the whole thing and, and from from your experience of learning from the ground up as well is that you kind of you weren't disillusioned to oh you just brew beer and just drink beer and that's yeah, exactly. it you, you kind of you know, you started at the bottom and because I did, when I, when I got made and I was on garden leave, one of the first things I did, I went and spent a day with Mark at Horsworth oh, yeah. um, and just uh, cleaning and racking. I was like, mate, I, I, you know, cause if there was an opportunity there for to work over there, I was like, mate, just whatever you need doing, I'll, I'll just do it because I want to, I want to know more. And that day was literally just cleaning casts down and filling yeah. them. And it's like, to most people, that just seemed like a completely mundane job. But to me, it's like, yeah, yeah look yeah. at it. No, it's great. great. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I enjoy racking off. <laughs> as well you know it's, again it's weird it's yeah. you know all it really is is pouring liquid into another vessel but <laughs> it, it it's, yeah, it's yeah. strange how you the little tasks like that just give me the more satisfaction it's 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 odd mm. yeah that's it mate and it, and it is just and and it's you know it's it's awesome, of course that people enjoy different things but i think there's quite a a satisfaction about from from what I sort of interpret brewing anyway is that you're kind of putting your heart and soul into a product that then you then see people drinking and enjoying. You kind of get to see that start to end process yeah, you do. of that, that journey, and it must be quite quite satisfying, really. To to obviously when when you brewed a beer and it and it sells out and people are enjoying it in your tap room, it must be must be quite quite rewarding. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you get a little bit of ego boost. Yeah, you know when you know when someone comes up and says, <laughs> "Oh, you know, well done, this is great," sort of thing. So yeah, do yeah, you get mm. them, them endorphins kicking, and uh, yeah, check 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 the rough with the smooth with the uh, the occasional sort of unt- dodgy untapped yeah, exactly. you know, yeah, you, it's to, just... yeah. <laughs> I don't really uh, Ign- look at them anymore. Yeah. I used to get quite annoyed by them, but now I'm just yeah, it's yeah. it's fine. I don't think you can really use that as a sort of a barometer, can you? Really, no, untapped. No, it's just you such can't, a no. you know, best beer in the world. Five minutes, like. <laughs> I, I always went back to TripAdvisor. It's like, it always does my head in like TripAdvisor or Untapped. Best beer I've ever drunk, 4.25. Mm. Oh, it's, you know, it's terrible. Not my style, but I thought I'd drink yeah, it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, not, it's like it's when, I, when I try a stout, I'll check it in on Untapped, but I won't rate it because it's not fair that I rate it based on something that yeah, I don't exactly, generally yeah. like. I mean, you don't, you're not going to like a, 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 you know, a tipper if you've only ever drunk Carly. You know, it's, it's not going to... Mm. Yeah, it's not gonna, you know, you're not gonna mm. get what uh, you're meant to get from it. So yeah, no. take it with a pinch of salt. I mean, that like you say with TripAdvisor or Untapped or whatever thing, you know, everyone's got their opinion, hasn't mm. they? And they're all entitled to it. Just yeah, mean that I'm gonna listen to it. But <laughs> mm. no, no. Well, the thing, the thing is for me is that I use Untapped more as a tool to remember what I've had and just to document. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can look back and remember this beer sort of thing, and it's that that. Just I, I do hate the numerical scale of rating the beer, yeah. if I'm honest. And it goes back to my it goes back to my days when I used to do a games review, and he's like, "Oh, it's like when you boil down to like point two five and point five, it's like what makes a game an eight or yeah, an eight point exactly, two five or an eight? It's like what scale and what criteria does it go from? Do you know, just from <laughs> an eight to a nine, let alone quality, you know, 
quarter scores of eight two five eight five eight seven five. It's just I just do it out of necessity really because I feel like yeah, I have again, to. Yeah, that's... Because if I give it a number, I feel like the brewery think I'm going to just be a bit of an yeah. ass. <laughs> yeah. I think oh yeah, it's a great beer. It's like oh one of the best beers I've ever drunk. It's like well why have you not just given it four point five or four seven five whatever and you've just given it you've not even bothered giving it a score. I feel. I feel bad yeah, almost. Feel awful but... for not for not rating it, don't you? Yeah, it is strange how it sucks you in mm. like that. Yeah, yeah, but I'd by the same token, it's like if a beer is bad, it's like oh, I don't really want to say it's bad, but I've kind of <laughs> yeah. If it's, if it's if it's bad, you've kind of got to say yeah, it's bad, haven't you? you sometimes, sometimes yeah. Mm. So yeah, it's a bit it's a bit ropey. I get that. So, um, but obviously, is 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 I think I'm right in saying that quirky started as a bit more sort of traditional really yes, yes. um so going from you know starting in sort of bottles so i believe that you're looking at going from bottles to cans or offering both bottles and cans so what was the sort of decision and the thought making process behind behind the change and and how soon is the the change going to happen um, we're hoping um uh, the change will happen within well before christmas is is the okay. uh, is really when i want it to be out there and readily available for people. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. the uh, the beer itself um, is designed and ready to go. Um, we have all of our uh, design done. Um, we have the collection date done. It's now just taking the plunge and actually brewing the beer, which uh, is the right. uh, is the the scariest part, really. It's, as you say traditional and um we've we've always gone into cask uh, and bottle uh, and it's slightly different doing doing can obviously you, you, it's slightly different techniques and things like that but uh luckily um the guys from pig love who brew down at our um uh, they cook who brew at quirky ales they said they would be happy to uh, to give us a hand uh, and any questions we need and things like that um and in return we'll give them some uh, pointers in more of a traditional sort of English style of brewing, um, and they'll do a, a cask beer. So we'll sort of help each other out on the uh, each end, really. Um, so yeah, it's nice to have them in and, and to help us out and just give them a little bit of pointers to as to what to do and what you need to do slightly differently and, and things like that. Um, the reason it came about, really, I mean, uh, you know, I get called the hipster, if you like, of of quirky, really, for the simple reason I, I have a beard and a tattoo that. That, that that means I'm uh, that means I'm young and hip. That's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've already uh, yeah. we've already established I'm an old man who likes to sit in quiet pubs. Uh, but um, an old, an old yeah, man exactly. hipster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm breaking the mold in all sorts of ways. I uh, so yeah. I mean, I wanted to. I've always wanted to go into Canon and, and give it a go, really. And um, it's it's always been something I've really really wanted to do. And you know, I've done like I've done placements at other breweries where they can and things and try to take it on and, and, and listen to them. It's, so, I mean, again, it's a little bit like, it's, it's too prong really. I wanted to give it a go. I wanted to see if we could. I want to see what we can do. And, and mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how to do that and, you know, expand my knowledge. The other reason was really to see if we can jump on this, uh, this craft, this, this, you know, this craft beer um, bandwagon, you know, really that, you know, cans are. I I prefer cans. I prefer drinking out of cans. I prefer beer in cans. Um, I think you know, I, I I really now I only really drink out of cans. To be fair, I've always thought of myself as being a traditionalist and preferring bottle. But actually, when I look back at what I've been drinking over the last, especially sort of six seven months, it's it's practically all can. 
Um, so I definitely am. I definitely do prefer canned beer, and I wanted to see if we could just jump on and give it a go um, without without mm-hmm. taking away from the traditional um, brewery that we are. I wanted to see if we could do this and, and really give it a shot, and uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, the beer will be. It's either going to work two ways, really. It's either going to be we're either going to put the cans <laughs> back, open it up, and go. Jesus Christ! There we go. This yeah. What's this? This, this time next year, <laughs> it? you know, sort of thing. Or it's going to be. Yeah. Christ Almighty, we're never doing this again. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's either way. Um, I'm hoping that it's the that it's the first, and we and I think it's brilliant. But uh, yeah, I, we're just going to have to see, man. It's uh, it's just exciting, just something to to give it a go, and uh, we're hoping that we can bring these different styles out and just as well raise the raise the profile of the brewery as well. I think it'll be a uh, if you, if you like an easier way to to get the name out if you like i think cans are more they're definitely mm-hmm. favored over bottles in 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 can yeah. shops bottle shops things like that bars are more likely to take them so there's definitely uh mm-hmm. there's definitely the uh the advantages of that so hopefully with uh with a little bit of uh arm twisting i can uh i can get some places to take it yeah no definitely mate and, and i think you know, from my own experience, like purse experience and experience working in the shop, you're 100% right there, is that cans are basically the way forward or, you know, they're, they're the things that people are after these days. And obviously there's the whole can versus bottle debate of, you know, storage and preservation yeah, of the yeah. beer, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously bottle conditioning versus can conditioning and obviously tank conditioning, that sort of thing. So it's, you know, for me, I'm I'm a can can beer drinker, you know, because I'm, I'm that sort of, you know... A, you know yourself i've got long hair so i'd automatically fall yeah, into the hipster yeah, bracket of the, the, the sort of the <laughs> drinking yeah yeah but i do i do you know check into bottled beer every now and again because I, I i don't drink cask beer much because I, I prefer my beer colder yeah. but bottles at least if i buy a bottle of beer i at least can put it in the fridge and drink it at the temperature that i want so i do check into bottled beer every now and again but not as much so but 100 percent is my experience is that our just in our shop our market is probably 90 yeah, percent can and I think that's the same bottle. everywhere, really. Um, I think that's pretty much standard yeah. across the board. So, mm, yeah, yeah. So it, it is kind of the way things have shifted. Obviously, we do cater for both markets, predominantly the cans, but we do have a, a decent range of bottles as well. But you know, the, the sort of the traditional or contemporary way of brewing does favour can. And I think I'd be right in saying that if you tried to put a, a heavily hopped or a powerfully hopped beer in a bottle, it, it just simply wouldn't no, wouldn't yeah, work. You know, you know probably, it just, it just fades wouldn't. a lot faster. You know, hops do fade quite quickly. Mm. You know, you, that's why most 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 beers will say drink fresh, drink quick. You know, sort of thing. You know, because the mm-hmm. hop flavor will will you know dis- disappear. And you, you know, you want to be drinking a product that the that the brewery want you to have. Um, yeah, you know, some again, some styles do. You know better in bottle um and things like that you know yeah. you know I, I do think that i think you know you wouldn't get a i wouldn't necessarily drink a, a belgian beer out of a can i don't I, that'd just be weird you know you you always want it in a, yeah. in a in a bottle for me and again that's the style of, of beer and things but i do it's just automatically especially in i think the the, the market now in 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 england is can is called can's king really isn't it at the minute you know it's definitely uh, yeah outside bottles by by quite some margin yeah yeah 100% 100% so I think I think you mentioned there obviously you've designed some beers or some recipes that are if you intend you are going to put in can then so how how do they differ from 
the beers that you've currently got in bottles and are they sort of more your New England IPAs, a lot more cloudy, opaque beers as opposed to sort of your more traditional sort of dark amber ales or have you kind of sort of adapted your current current beers to go in cans as well? Or? Uh, well, to be honest, uh, I wanted it to be an, an, an almost completely different. I wanted it to be a real change from what we did to what we are doing. Um, so there was no... Hmm. There was no point really getting the beer we have now. Um, so, for example, our hip hop, which is our five point five percent IPA, there was no point just, mm-hmm. you know, for the lack of a better word, tarting it up and uh, and putting it in a in a can. Really, it wouldn't it wouldn't work. I don't think. I think people would just see through that. Really. Mm. So the, yeah, they've all been um, yeah. designed pretty much from 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 scratch. Really, I mean, we've done you know trials with them all, um, and we've we've you know mixed and matched and and took stuff in you know sorry took stuff out brought stuff in and and tried to get a little bit more i mean you know this has been so i've been planning now for probably about nine months now we've it would have been sooner Mm -hmm. obviously you know we've touched on covid that sort of just um knocked that back a little bit but we've always you know it was really 2020 was going to be our year for really trying to get the beer out there and we you know we've got the idea of the series and what we want from his first series of cans and then the next series will be slightly different and things like that. So it's really, they're all going to be re- very, very different, the cans. And they're going to be, if you like, you know, you, you like you say, the stronger, they're just going to be, if you like, as close as we can be to the craft market at the minute, strong IPAs or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, stronger, thicker stouts. Um, you know, I'm trying to persuade them. Uh, to get a go to go in uh, and a sour. Um, don't know how far that. I don't know how far uh, <laughs> I'd be able to push them for that. It's already. T- you know, it's taken me nine months to push them to get one can. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know if. Uh... Maybe maybe one thing. First things first, mate. Yeah, maybe yeah, just. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's just yeah, slow it one thing at a time. Before I start doing, you know, um, all my, you know, weird goes and uh, and things like that. But uh, yeah, it definitely will be very, very different. Um, so fingers crossed, as I say before, Chris, we want to get it out really before December, and uh, and yeah. we've definitely got the time for that. So if we can get it out for December, so it can be like a Christmas thing, and and really try and push it over over Christmas, then fingers crossed, going into the new year, we'll have another four cans coming out, um, one each season. Uh, so one for one for mm. one for the start of spring, start of summer, start of autumn, start of winter. Uh, and they'll all be, if you like, sort of. They will complement the the season that we're in, um, and things. Mm. So hopefully, That'd be cool. yeah, about four, yeah, yeah. four, four new beers every year coming out in can um, in the uh, in the quirky can range. So fingers crossed with the first one. If you like, this yeah. is like the pilot. If you like, so if this goes well, then mm. it's all go. If uh, yeah, this that just, See uh, more. Yeah, this is like a dipping us toe into the water a little bit. Yeah, so so come summer we can see like two two goes and two you know, sours. Well, fingers crossed, they'll be yeah, flying. Got, got to get it past the powers <laughs> to be, but uh, they are. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, they just don't understand. Yeah. Why they should? Why beers like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if I can lend any sort of credence to the argument, I mean, if you can brew sours, mate, I'll be there. I'll be there all day because it's just yeah, I just yeah, I just I'm love hoping. a sour. So especially, I mean, I know it's it's coming out of sour season now. Yeah, obviously, you're getting yeah. into sort of the early stages of winter and obviously but sitting outdoors in the sun in a beer garden uh, drinking really some sours is just I've that's... got an idea for a raspberry sour which 
I think he'll be. Uh, he's very good. We've we've done trials of it, and uh, he's come out well. It's mm. just now trying to scale that up and make sure that it's it's absolutely pinpoint. Because obviously, if it's if it's wrong on the you know ever so slightly wrong when we go into cans, you know, it's a it's a lot of beer that in the end isn't that great. So <laughs> we've got to make sure that it's right first. Yeah, off, yeah. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent, mate. Well, you've already got me excited, so I'll. Uh... I'll stay tuned for definitely that for when it, it when it arrives. I'll uh, I'll definitely be I'll definitely be buying uh, buying some of that and, and coming up and tasting it on uh, on tap definitely for sure. So uh, yes, I'll uh, I'll look forward to it. Um, so we'll take a take a short pause there. Um, we'll come back as we've got a couple of other questions to, yeah. to ask and answer. And uh, after that, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up, mate. So we'll Sounds we'll take a short pause you. there. Right, so welcome back to the final part of the show. So we've got a couple more questions for you, Aaron, which uh, we'll we'll delve into, and then we'll uh, we'll let you get off. So obviously, as part of your future with Quirky, like you said, in terms of moving into more contemporary, modern, crafty bits and bobs, yeah, yeah. you've had your recent Q squared range, um, which obviously has allowed yes. you to potentially be a bit more creative and sort of bring beers to the fore beyond your core range so was that your decision and who is is it your decision as to what you brew or is it a collective sort of we'll we'll do a trial batch and then see how we get on or how how does that work um i think right at the uh, right at the start of the the year we always sort of closed down for about two weeks to do renovations and sort of plan the year ahead um you know, um, so we, we're all on the same page and we're working towards something that year and what's going to happen. And I brought it, um, I brought it to the meeting and just sort of said, you know, I want to try and do something a bit different um, this year. Um, and then mentioned uh, mentioned the the cans that we mentioned earlier and stuff. And then I sort of said, well, at the, at the time it was a little bit sort of, you know, do we do that? Is it a bit too? too soon you know do we need to wait a little bit do a bit of market research so i suggested bringing out sort of um tap on the um exclusives mm-hmm. so that uh, basically to give me a chance to experiment with different styles of beer and, and see what i can uh, what i can do really first of all and then learn about what what the difference is between um brewing for cask and keg and bottle and can Mm-hmm. Um, and I, they, they was all for that. They said, yeah, okay, of course you can. You, you know, use the trial kit, um, which is a 65 litre uh, kit. So it's only very small. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll try and, you know, you, you give it a go on that whenever, whenever you've got a, a free free time, not just knock one out and see what you can do. So um, I quickly got on to trying to decide what the first one was going to be. Um, and then brought the design to the to the guys and said, Okay, the first one's going to be, if you like, um, so I'm going to say New England style because it wasn't really a New England, um, mm-hmm. but it was, it was in the style of a New England, if you like. Um, so we, uh, so we got to that, um, did the first one, um, which was, yeah, you know, it, it was okay, it was good, it sold pretty well um and you know it, it only lasted a weekend so that was that's always good to see <laughs> that, a good it, sign. That, it, that it went out <laughs> pretty quick uh we went on cask though which for me i wasn't too mm. 
happy about really. I thought, you know, probably should have gone into keg. Um, mm-hmm. um, but it was, you know, it was one of them. We didn't have the the equipment at the time to probably do to, to properly do that. And yeah. I sort of thought, okay, I probably should have done this one second and done, an, an, you know, another one first. And then the second one I did, I went for a West Coast style. Again, I'm going to call it a style. I wouldn't necessarily say it was a West Coast. I don't think I got the, the actual bitterness right in there and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but it, uh, that one was called uh, Robbie Rogers, uh, named after the um, left-back who played all of two games for Leeds United from California. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that one was by far more well-received. That went in about an hour and a half. Um, but instead of Neville last a day, that one did it. Yeah, no, it, it was weird because it was in that one came out just as the lockdown happened, so we had to close and we opened up as a takeaway, um, and we opened up for people to take cask home with them, um, and you know we, we'd fill uh, fill these four pint bags up that we bought, and um, we'd we'd send them on the way, um, and I put it on that afternoon, thinking nothing much of it really, to be honest with you. I thought, okay, you know, people might try it and and see what it's like. Um, and then, yeah, you know, got sold. You know, it's gone in an hour and a half. I think it helped that people were taking, you know, four four pints a time instead of having one pint. Yeah. Um, that definitely that definitely helped for it to go quickly. But it, it still gave me a bit of a, a nice feeling inside that um, a bit, you yeah, know, definitely. the beer went very quickly. Went went quite quickly. And um, yeah, from then it was kind of like, yeah, okay, I think I think this is going to be a good. There's definitely demand um, here at, at the tap for it. Um, so we'll carry this on, and from then we've gone to be, uh, do on um, a nettle beer, um, a, a a raspberry sour, um, and uh, again uh, we've done a, an English strong ale uh, about nine percent. Uh, that'll mm. be in cask. That's that should be very very good. Hopefully that'll be out uh, around Halloween for people to take home. Um, so it's, it's a, yes, it's nine percent beer. Um, but it should be very, very nice. It's been, it's been conditioning for about two, well, about three months now. So it should be, oh, wow. uh, it should be very, very good. Hopefully, uh, mm. have the right, the right, the right flavors in there. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that should be an interesting one. Um, but yeah, it was kind of really like a bit of a, if you like a, uh, uh, a bit of a launch pad for for what we're doing in the cans to see if mm-hmm. you know we could do that and if. It was something that was worthwhile. I mean, it was always kind of a, a bit of a worry that our most of our clientele are quite traditional and they do want cascale and they don't really like the, the they're not into the craft scene, shall I, you know, we'll say. And it was kind of a yeah. bit of a worry that we were going to neglect the the customers that we have already. Um, so it was kind of like, if this don't go well then, and if, it, if it's not well received, it's probably not a good idea. But because it was so well received and everyone loved it, it was kind of like, yeah, actually, we need to we need to get this uh, we need to get this rolling quite quickly. And from then on, it was literally try and bang out as many as you can. Yeah, I, I, remember, I must admit, I remember when um, team when you were doing your sort of your announcements for that, and when you announced that that Westy, I was like, because West West Coast is obviously what what I lean towards, and and it's what I've opened to to drink whilst we whilst we're recording in in the oh, break. Nice and I, I, I must. I, I was like, oh yeah, man. If there's any left, I'll go over and and buy that over the over the weekend. It's like, yeah, sold out. I was like, ah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. So, so maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. So I think <laughs> it definitely might be worth scaling that one up and and taking a bit of time on mm. it in thinking about what we can do with that. Um, 
for one of the uh, for one of the next sort of canning things. It's definitely uh, one that would. I mean, it wouldn't be called the same. It probably need it probably it needs a bit of work, um, but it's definitely it's yeah. definitely it's definitely promising. You know, it's a uh, it's a uh, mm. it's it's a promising beer there. So just needs yeah. a little bit of work. Mm. Well, I think I think we touched on this when uh, when I came to record the uh, with yourself for the for the for the beer and best show. Is obviously you, I think that episode you uh, showcased a, a North beer for a sort of a, a West as in to highlight as a West Coast style. Oh yeah, and I think I think we touched I think we touched on it there as in terms of to get a Westie right is probably more complex, which I'm happy to be corrected on that yeah. than kind of doing a, a New England style. Obviously, in New England, you rely on obviously your, your hops and your, your juiciness and your haziness, which, to all intents and purposes, is just hop it to within an inch of its life, yeah, and you'll yeah. kind of you'll you'll get that flavour. Which obviously a Westie is you've got to get that balance of you need to get that pine, pine you know, and that fruitiness, yeah, but exactly. also you have got to get that bitterness right, which is it's, which is why I love the West Coast styles because that bitterness is what I really really buzz off. Yeah, because it's you, you don't get it often because people obviously it's hard to get that balance of hops such as you you, you sort of you, your american hops that do flavor and bitter it's hard to get the balance of them right isn't it so it's it is, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a fine balance it's really difficult i mean the guys who i mean the guys who can do brilliant west coast ip i, I really do take my hat, hat off to them and you know it's, 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 it is, I mean, it is such a hard... I mean, it's not that New Englands are easy to brew, you know, there's it's a different... It's, mm. a, it's a slightly different style of, of course, you know, it's a different style of beer, so it's it's a slightly different way of doing things, if you like. I mean, all the, the base rules apply, if you like, but mm-hmm. it's using them rules in different ways and different timings and things like yeah. that. So it's, yeah, it's a very difficult beer to get spot on, but if you do, then you're onto a real winner. And... It's um, yeah, it, I, yeah. I really do understand that. I mean, I mean, you know, you see things like Vermont um, IPAs now and things like that, and you know, it's mm. again that's somewhere in between, really, for me. I, like a hybrid. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's almost. I always it sounds really really weird, but I, I think I said it on the show again when you was on that. I kind of whenever I have a, a an IPA, if you like, I always use sort of West Coast and, and New England as my, if you like, as my spectrum. And then I, I try mm. and find sort of a state or a city in between the two to kind of in between. Uh, yeah, put, yeah. Uh, put it on the level, really. And uh, again, that's just me being completely sad and loving beer too much and spending time looking at the American <laughs> map <laughs> and deciding where this beer is. Uh, but yeah, it's it, again, it's a style that I really like. And I, I really appreciate actually that you said that it's the bitterness that really, you know, that's what that's what you like and that's what you you buzz off is 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 that bitterness and you know i think now you know new england is an easier a drink to get into with it with it being so fruity and and, and not as bitter and, and and things like that it's definitely easier to to drink and i think bitterness in in in, in ipas has kind of been almost not forgotten i don't want to say forgotten because it's not it hasn't been but it's just a little, it's overshadowed really you know to get that little bit that to get that bitterness mm. just right is it's 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 an art really and i think once you do you're, you're pretty much on your way to to, to you know having a, this one hell of a super beer on your hands yeah no 100 and it's, it's it's that obviously the the, the haze craze is is well in effect and obviously it's 
I don't see that slowing down anytime soon because it's just people have been, you know, certainly just from me for the last three years, drinking, getting into this craft beer thing is that those three years have been here's, here's, here's. And this year in particular, the stronger, the better, you know, your dippers, your tippers. Yeah. I've even got that quipper or kipper, whatever you want to call it, by tracking the yeah. fridge, that quad IPA, that's 13%. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's that that has just been, you know, the, the haze the haze craze doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime, but that that bitterness is just, because it's just a completely different flavour profile and different taste and com, compared to that contrast in New England. And, and it's not that I don't love a New England. I, I bloody love oh, a yeah, good exactly, New England yeah. when it's done right. You know, it's, you know, when somebody gets that flavour combination right of whatever hops it is, you know, Citra, Mosaic, Simcoe, Nelson Sovin, whatever it is, when that's done right, that is just like a perfect beer. But when somebody nails a Westie, it's just such a different thing to what is out there at the moment. Is I just it, like you say, it's overshadowed almost. I just simply don't think we see enough of it. Which whether Westie had its time and then now it's New England or whatever, but it's the same for a black IPA as well. Is that I yeah, as yeah. much as I don't like stouts, I do love a good black IPA because that's kind of again, it's that that middle ground of it's an IPA and it's a stout just blended into one. So you get that hoppiness and a bit of sing and fruitiness from your hops but you get a tiny bit of smokiness and dryness from your stout profile that just again when you get it right it blends into a beer that's actually both drinkable because you get that hoppiness but also it gives that little bit of a kick at the back end that you get from a stout so things come things come and go in phases and and i do kind of cling to a vain hope that black ipas will be the thing again and Westies will have their time because as soon as the West Coast comes in shop I'm like I'm yeah, buying exactly. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm straight for it. Just, it just, yeah, I'm straight for it. Yeah, it just just sold on that. And it's it's like the um the latest or one of the latest um OFS beers by Northern Monk was a double West Coast, yeah. which I was I I'd built it up in my head that it was going to be amazing. It wasn't as nice as what I potentially thought it would okay. be. But I'm glad that I'm glad that they at least did that because it's well yeah they're still they're still doing it because they're Oh, was it Honor? I think it was, which was their like tipper, which was more West Coast yeah, style. Yeah. Honestly, that that absolutely blew my socks <laughs> off. That. It was it was absolutely fantastic. It's and I don't always want it to be a double. I'd, like if you can get nail a good Westie at four, five, six percent, brilliant. It's just you know it's just a really nice drink. So I do hope that we kind of come full circle, really, and that not that I want people to stop brewing the New England and the hazy, juicy stuff because it is bloody nice. But I, I would like to see more more Westies messed, like hit the shelf. Yeah, I must admit, no, I completely agree. And again, you know, again, I, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to think, I don't want people to think that we're sort of comparing the two. Really, it's it's, it's apples and no, oranges. No. You know, it's, it's two different styles mm-hmm. of beer, and you know, I, I respect mm. both of them, and I love both of them. But yeah, I, I, exactly the same with you. You know, if when when I see West Coast IPA, I, I want to. I want to try that, and I want to see if they've. Uh, it's almost like I challenge myself to try and find one that has really, really nailed it. And I always, I always kind of think, oh no, it could mm-hmm. be better, it could be better, and and things like that. So, but I, yeah, it's a constant search for me. Um, I think West Coast yeah. IPA really were the first style that really took to me. So I've got a soft spot for it. Mm. Yeah, well, and that is the thing is, it, it you you can see how it is you know, born out of more of a, a cask sort of market or a cask beer, because if like certain Westies would give you that sort of more biscuity, malty 
or multi-flavor yeah. profile, which obviously you do get from your more traditional cask beers, but it's when you get you get that a bit of biscuity maltiness, but then you get your pininess, your fruitiness, almost sort of marmaladiness in the middle, but then you get your bitterness at the end. You kind of go through all those different experiences and finish on that bitterness. It's just, yeah, it, I, I just kind of love that journey through it all, really, which obviously you you get, again, you get a journey through your New England, and it's not a case you're comparing the two because you just simply can't do it because they're two yeah, separate exactly. beers you know it's it's almost like it's like comparing can and bottle or cake yeah, and cask yeah. it's like new england and west coast it's completely different and they you know they're never meant to be the same but again like you say with that sort of vermont hybrid you can kind of get a little bit of both worlds but i kind of like to have that world and that world separate really because i find that a hybrid is never it can never really decide what yes. it wants to be you know, it's you can say, oh, it's more, it's more New England, the West Coast, or it's more West Coast than New England. But then it's 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 bound to be because you're never going to get a, a straight fifty-fifty split. But for me, it's it's one one or the other almost. So, but no, I um, I do I do love a good Westie. So I mean, if if you've got any uh, sort of any more Westies lined up for your can range, mate, or in that lineup, tied we tied with your sours, you've 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 got me got me hook lines uh, in already, so, uh, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, say, so if I can lend any weight to the argument whatsoever, it's like we can do it because this one guy <laughs> will literally buy in, buy anything that we put in a can. It's like, yep, fine, yep, send All it right. my way. I'll uh, I'll take it. I'll take Solid. it for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so the final thing that I wanted to to really touch on, Aaron, is that obviously we've mentioned it a couple of times, which people may or may not know from from my sharing and their sort of their podcast listening is that you're involved with the the beer and bs show which was where we kind of not where we kind of met because obviously you've come in the shop yeah, a few yeah. times obviously we spent a bit spent a bit more sort of time talking more in depth about beer and kind of off 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 the record almost really because obviously it's just the first time really that we got yeah, to have a chat it. outside of you you nipping in shop didn't we so how how did that really come about in terms of you getting involved and in, in, in the show itself so how how did how did that really unfold they, um so jeff and nathan are the uh if you like, they were the, they're the two uh founding fathers if you like they uh they uh, came up with the idea to do a podcast um probably probably summer of last year really um and then they hmm. uh kept on meetings about it and things like that and um, Jeff and Nathan, both of them have been uh, regular customers uh, at Quirky since the uh, since the start, really. So I, I, I've got to know them relatively well over just them coming in for beers and things. Um, mm-hmm. And they started in December 2019. They, they did their pilot episode, uh, and they got uh, one of their other friends, Rachel, who uh, who they met at Quirky's as well. Uh, she was one of our bar staff, um, and then. Yeah, they started recording from there, really, and they wanted to sort of make a show that was slightly about beer, but also about, you know, topical news and, and, and <laughs> things like that. So a little bit a beer background, but not all about beer, really. It was all, it was, you know, it, basically, mm-hmm. they wanted to, what, the, the idea was to create a sense of what it was, what, what it is like to go into a bar, try nice beer and talk with your friends. They kind of wanted to, create that sort of vibe um, that was the that was the set out uh, yeah. so they recorded a few episodes and then they, they brought me on as a, a guest um for one of their episodes i think it was about episode four um that they brought me on 
and uh, I just never left. Uh, <laughs> I just, <laughs> so I just put myself into the team. Yeah, Can't get rid of you. Know, hang around when they're recording, really. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, they invited me to be a uh, the, the fourth uh, host of the show. And uh, yeah, since then, I mean, we've been on, I think we're on episode, I think it's 13 now. Um, so yeah, mm. you know, it's, uh, it's a, you know, it's, you know, it's going, I, we enjoy doing it. It's, it's great fun. Um, it's a bit of a laugh, really. It's not, I say, beer and BS, but it, it, it it's the, it's the, the, most of the focus is on the BS, really. Um, it's, uh, we just have, <laughs> uh, we just talk about things that we have absolutely no right to talk about. Um, you know, we, we throw his opinion in of, political or whatever's in the news you know stupid new bit whatever it is um and we try and make sense of it really um and we we don't really get anywhere to be honest we don't we, we probably end up knowing less about subjects <laughs> than we started with to be honest um but yeah it's strange yeah. I mean, you know it was nice we were talking yesterday after we recorded and we were saying that it's going to be because obviously now the fun of being going to a bar has been taken away. It's quite nice that if people, you know, new listeners to the show, they might get that sense of being in a pub with someone. You know, you might, you know, you might be sat yeah. in your, you know, in your living room with a beer and staring at you all, but you might get the sense of, of you know, being out with your friends and, and trying nice beer together. You know, it's something like that. It might, might, it might help, you know, someone. And if it does, then. That's you know that's fantastic. If it, you know if someone needs you know almost someone to talk to, then it's uh, hopefully if if it can help someone, that's great. Yeah, no, hundred percent, mate. And and I think we mentioned it before we we started recording when I when I came over and, and recorded with with you guys is that certainly from my experience of listening to other podcasts is that the best podcasts are the ones where you, it's almost like. You've literally just plonked a microphone in the middle of a conversation without somebody knowing, and you've just recorded that, and it's just that pure conversation that's not staged no, exactly, or yeah. you know not, not falsified, but it's not scripted almost, you know. And it's it's obviously like even like now, whereas we're chatting a bit off record beyond what we had scheduled, but obviously we've kind of got a a rough schedule yeah, of what exactly, we had. Yeah. But if we went and just sat in a if we went and sat in a pub and just talked between us. This, this obviously, there's no formalised, we'll do this, 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 and yeah. this. It's just a case of the conversation well, flows think... naturally. So, obviously, even though it is now, but obviously from... I think it's better when you're together, obviously, as obviously we're recording remotely, but the, the benefit of when I came to record is that you're that's in the it. same room. Yeah, which, I mean... That, that's, that, that's, that, that's the, golden, the golden sort of rule there, is if you can do it together in the same room, 100% do it, because then that is a a natural conversation you've not got people waiting to speak in sort of pauses or gaps and people talking over one another and it is just like you've just sat together and you just start sharing well, a few days together I, mean, I think you know what we've you know what we've been how we've been talking today i think that's if we i'd say if we were allowed to meet up in a pub and, and have a chat you know even without microphones <laughs> the conversation would have gone exactly the same today with, with between me and you it wouldn't have been any different and i think that's what mm. people want you know we don't you want to feel relaxed and things like that. So, you know, I might stutter mm-hmm. a lot of time and, 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 and not quite get my, my point across, but I think that's kind of the point of, <laughs> of, of what we're trying to do. You know, um, it's nothing, you know, we don't do the whole scripted thing. And I think, I think this, you know, this show as well is, is similar in that respect that, 
you know, we have a you know rough idea of what we're going to be discussing and and how we want the show to go. But it's it's basically you know crack open a beer, let's have a chat, and and whatever comes out comes out. And again, if you you know if you say say something that's uh, offensive or wrong, shed it out. You know, it's. it's mm. <laughs> or in your case, just let when Nathan goes off on his rant, yeah, just exactly. leave it yeah, in. It's, it's pure gold. It. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can say what you want because it'll pale into insignificance oh, of whatever course, Nathan's yeah. gonna say. So yeah, just let, let let him go off. So I must admit, I I do have to listen to the latest episode. Um, but I, I saw the um the the preview this morning when I was getting ready for work about inventing swear words, and I just I instantly just kind of like almost recoiled in terms of what what nathan's yeah. going to come up with it's just like oh when you when you when you give him free reign to just my brief experience of spending <laughs> two hours in the same room with him if you give him free reign just to let him loose it's just yeah, oh god no, what's, what's going to happen he's so got, he's, he's he's just brilliant he's got a very imaginative mind he's very good with language and things so for me i'm not very good at you know, language, as you can probably tell from how I've been speaking throughout the podcast, I, I, uh, I'm not very good with words. So for me, it was really difficult to sort of come up with new words. But for him, it was, it was really, really mm. clever. I, he was really good at it. And uh, yeah, it was in his element. So uh, yeah, it's definitely worth a listen. Yeah, yeah no, 100%. So where can, where can people find um, out more about Beer and BS show than Aaron? Is it yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much everywhere, everywhere or to a podcast. So whenever you uh, whenever you get your podcast, be it Spotify, be it you know iTunes, you know whatever it is, you know whatever platform we're on there, uh, or you can just go to uh, Beer and BS. Uh, so it's an N. So Beer and BS dot com. Uh, all the podcasts are on there. A little bit of information about us and things like that. So uh, Instagram uh, is our main source of social media as well. Sound well. I'll give it give it a plug when this goes uh, live anyway. Up. So I'll uh, I'll make sure I give it spread the word as I did the last episode. So it's always always a good listen. It's I find it hard to listen to podcasts now though because I used to travel to Leeds every day for work. Is that that had kept me yeah. take me an hour in car because of traffic. So it's like I'll bang a podcast on. That's great because I'll listen to the majority on my way in and I listen to the rest of it on my own. Now I'm, I'm five yeah. minutes down the road. I barely got past introduction. That's it. it's, it's definitely like, a, a I'm done. List, so it's uh, listen, isn't it? I I so I I always listen to podcasts mm. when I'm on the move. I don't necessarily listen to them when I'm mm. just around, really. But it, yeah, I think you know we definitely saw a hit with that in in the start of the year. Uh, sorry, in the start of lockdown when everyone was working from home. You know, nowhere near as many listeners. Mm. Um, but yeah, hopefully, you know, more and more people are getting back to work. And you know, if you you know, people will listen. If yeah. you know, going for a walk or something. You know, there's not a, there's not a lot people can do now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> go for a walk. Put a <laughs> yeah, we got no choice, have you? So yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, this is the thing, and it's like you said earlier, is that, you know, it's, that's, you know, one of the reasons that I started the podcast was to give some people something to do, you know, like like yourself or people coming on the show, is that to give them an opportunity to speak to somebody, especially in the midst of lockdown, is that when you couldn't go out and meet people, this is the only thing that really we, we could do in essence. So that's that's the reason why I wanted to do it in terms of I want to do a podcast anyway, but to give people a reason to listen to it and, again, kind of feel involved in that conversation really for people that they can't meet and for people getting involved is that well I can't go out and speak to people so well I'll just have a good a good chat over opening a beer so it's like you say you're in separate places and essentially corners of the world and country but it's 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 just nice to have a, a chat to people and 
it, and then I've met, I've spoke to people that I'd never would have met otherwise, you know, and that's the beauty of the whole Instagram thing and, and doing the blog is I'm speaking to people and meeting people that I otherwise would never, 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 yeah, never have it. met before. Yeah. And, and likewise, it's, it, it's obviously I, I, I have come to your spot a couple of times, but in terms of how in depth we've actually got to know one another yeah, yeah. as it stands now, if I hadn't have got in the shop, we'd probably, we, you know, we would probably no, be here no. now. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's 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 weird so but it's uh, i definitely appreciate what what you guys are trying to do on that front in terms of giving something people to to look forward to and listen to because it's it's just nice to to have a bit of positivity and just a exactly. bit of a giggle yeah, every now yeah. and again isn't it just to break the break the negativity so no 100 percent, mate but i'll uh I'll uh, definitely tag you guys in it when uh, when this goes live which will be tomorrow friday as we record on the thursday so it won't be too long and i'll uh I'll make sure I uh, I share it as oh, as brilliant. much as I can. No, mate. thank you very so, much. Mate. I look we'll do uh, I, 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 I look yeah I look, I look forward to uh, the creative minds of of what's come out of these uh, these new oh, swear words and up for me that was terrible. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll I'm, I'm rooting for you, mate. I'm rooting for you. So we'll we'll see we'll see. Um, but that's all my questions, mate. But be uh, before we uh, before we wind up, how's the uh, oh, how's yeah, the start gone yeah, down? It's all done. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Polished. Wait, polished it off. It off? Yeah, yeah, don't mess about. Um, Woof. You're no, you're a better man than me. Very, must very admit. Serious alcohol problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's good. As a, as a start, you know, as a start, it's nice. Um, probably a little bit too strong for um for uh for my like but it was it was as a as, as a brew itself very very nice so uh no I'll, I'll definitely definitely say give that a go uh probably share it with someone if uh you know you're normal and you don't have uh, a liver made of alcohol period just you know just uh maybe share that with uh with someone else but yeah definitely really really nice beer so yeah uh yeah con- uh congrats to uh turning point was it? Was it? I know it sounds daft, but in terms, of obviously, was it very stouty? In terms, of it was quite coffee y, or was it more? Did the sort yeah, of vanilla yeah, and the cow come it, through it, it more? Was or... a lot with the with the vanilla, it was very very smooth, and the vanilla then really sort of complement that the smoothness and the uh, and the vanilla really complemented each other. So you did get that coffee in there, and mm. uh, you definitely could taste that. Um, but the vanilla was the was the primary taste for me, um, really. So it's more sweet than oh, sort yeah, of smoky yeah, or yeah, coffee or dry than so yeah. See again, it's that it is one that I've thought. Oh, should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? Shouldn't I? So should I try it? So I'm, that that might yeah, tempt no, me in now. Beer. Now you said that that might that might lure yeah, me no, it's in. A nice beer. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but it's it's like you say, yeah, it's it a sharer. So mm. and 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 Anna's probably no. not going to drink that. <laughs> I must admit. So she's she's yeah. Anna, do you have to share a bit? What is it? 10.4% nah, yeah, stout. Nah, nope. right. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. So yeah, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll buy it and maybe drink yeah, it over two sessions potentially. But uh, but yeah, that that's that's I think I think I think that uh, that feedback's enough to lure me in, mate. So uh, what watch this space. I uh, oh, might be a complete convert next time we uh, next time we speak. So yeah, yeah. So uh, so last things last then, Aaron. Where can people find out more about Quirky? Uh, where, so, whereabouts uh, are you guys? Uh, you can either pop in uh, at the moment. Uh, Takeaway is probably your best option at the moment down at the tap room, which is in uh, Garthus down Ash Lane. Um, so not far from Tesco's uh, in Garthoff. Uh Or if you just want some general information, uh, the Facebook, uh, the Instagram, which is Quirky Craft Ales, or the website, which is quirkyales.com. 
perfect lovely stuff mate and uh we'll uh hopefully if there's any local people listening to, to the show they'll uh they'll, they'll stop by and uh pay you a visit and i'll say i want to speak to that guy off that yeah. podcast oh. <laughs> yeah the the hit the 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 hip the hipster the old man who yeah, liked his that, uh yeah, his cast of beer so uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean to be fair, mate, there's probably say the same about me to be fair, because I appreciate I've not got the most the most engaging of yeah, Yorkshire yeah, tones, yeah, yeah. you know. So it's uh I uh I, I feel you on that one. So uh no definitely. But uh but thanks for joining, mate. I really, uh, really appreciate, appreciate you taking you, your time uh, and uh on, I'll um if no no hundred percent mate, and if uh, if we can I'll uh, I'll I'll make one in over at weekend and uh, nip in and have a couple of drinks or get some to take away to uh, we're going to go to York this weekend but everyone's getting COVID no. so I'm probably not going to bother <laughs> yeah, now if I'm honest right so idea. I'll uh, <laughs> probably yeah I'll probably come and buy some beer and sit yeah, home all weekend and just, just get hammered so you know yeah <laughs> yeah just wet, just wet me up when it's all yeah, done exactly. mate just wet me up when it's all done so uh, but yeah I'll uh, I'll try and make one in and get some takeaway and have a have a couple oh, of drinks nice in where I can so, uh, so yeah it'll be good to Good to good to support Definitely. local and all that, mate. In these times, so it's uh, so yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. But uh, but yeah, but thanks, Aaron. Thanks everyone for for listening to the show as well. So if anyone's got any questions, comments, feedback, anything at all, um, you can find me at points underscore of underscore brew on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you've got anything more in depth, and you can send over those platforms, I've also got an email address of pointsofbrew at gmail Absolutely any questions comments feedbacks any reviews or ratings of any sort of podcast channels would be most appreciated but thanks again aaron i'll see you again soon and thanks for listening